chapter 9. Well, you won't do a better job than singing those songs exalting the Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, how that blesses my heart. All right, Mark chapter 9, verse 14. Paragraph Mark in a Cambridge edition of the King. Trying to poke holes in your argument, tell you how wrong you are. They'll be right. And he asked the scribes, cast him out, and they could not. He answereth him and saith him. And he said of a child, and oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Sometimes I really feel all things are possible to him that believeth. And you know what you pray in those cases? You pray, well, Lord, I'm doing as much of it as I can, and would you help me with the rest? That's right. I bet he will. Yeah. I read a place he said, him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Thank you. Thou dumb and deaf, his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. I, I will point out one thing before we get in the meat of the message. Notice it was when Jesus saw that the people came running together. Jesus does things in a way that will give glory to him and be a good testimony. You need a miracle of Jesus in your life? Let me tell you what to do. Identify with Jesus publicly. You identify with Jesus publicly and he sees that the people are going to see it. That's when he shows up in many cases. And that's when he showed up and did a great miracle here. It's when he saw the people. I want to preach tonight. Daddy, somebody up there, obsessed with sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and the devil just all over them, they can get a big crowd. <laughs> they can do it. Light of light and bugs come to it at night. When there's an evil spirit around, people are just drawn to it. There's something, something in the lost human psyche that just loves that, that stuff. And I'm not, uh, I'm not surprised by it all. Men who were reported to have the power of God show up. And you know what? There's some people that need the power of God. A boy that's in trouble. And there's a daddy whose heart is broken. You want to sell a million dollars? Write a novel. But I'll guarantee you what you do is... And I, I'm, I'm sure it helps some people. Don't get me wrong. But everybody thinks they have the answer. And of course, 15 years, that's out, of, that's out of vogue. And you don't want to use that one anymore. And somebody's come up with a new thing. There are always some experts there. Let me tell you something. We Bible-believing Baptists haven't had to change experts for a long time. Amen. That's right. We've got the expert. We've got the one who started all of this and created all of this and knows how the human mind works. And knows how the children work and how the parents work and everything. He's got it all figured out. Yeah. You need some answers? Let me tell you what you do. Study your Bible. Amen. Bury your nose in the Scripture. The experts show up questioning with them. They, I'm sure, had some pride in their education and their experience and their knowledge. Uh, you watch in here. There's a, big, there's a world looking at you. You can't do everything. But do as much as you can for this reason. It's a bad testimony on Jesus when we can't handle things. That's true. And the disciples can't handle this one. This one's over their head. 
Uh, we're not going to read all the passages that, where this story is told multiple times. So, amazed and running to him, saluted him. Jesus could. When Jesus showed up, they ran. The steakhouse you're going to next. The shopping trip you're going on next. The movie you're going to watch next. Three has a similar place like that. It says, and as the people were in anticipation. Uh, Brother Earl Ebron preaches a great message on that passage about being in anticipation and how the Lord's not going to bless you if you're just not. But these people did. They can't help you. Don't misunderstand. They've been to school and they've learned some things. And future. Let me tell you who can. Jesus. So he goes to the scribes and he asks them and interrogates them and it's fruitless. They have no answer for him. Finally, the father speaks up and says, Hey, my son, this is Jesus. My son, hey, let me get you. Let me get him to you. And he speaks up there in verse 17. Master, I have brought unto thee. He worked for me, and I understand. And thank God he's given you some victories. And praise the Lord that you have some wisdom in it. I am not discounting But don't think because you've had some victories that you've got the cure for everybody else. That's right. Amen. Everybody else has some things in their background that you don't understand. I mean, they, they saw some pretty powerful things and they did some pretty powerful things themselves. And yet, this boy comes to them and they can't help him. Right. Amen. Let me tell you about the devil. He that's right. And we ability of finding help. Did you know that's a real good thing for the father to do? These oh, yeah. We have a society that is used to the Father not being there. Or if He is there, He's over there half zonked out, doesn't know what's going on, saying, ask His mama, ask His mama. <laughs> Don't misunderstand. The Lord knows we need the mama too. Of finding help. I'll tell you something else though. Look for it. Yeah. Now I'm all for doctors and medications and medicine. Take some of it myself. I've been hoping the kids remember to take their medicine this weekend because they're sick this week. I'm not preaching against medicine. Let me tell you something. There's plenty of troubles in this world that are spiritual. Yeah. Yes, the devil cast out. They don't need another pill or another drink of liquor. Amen. They need some devil gone. Amen. And the Father is the one who knows, hey, this is spiritual. There's a problem. He's got the devil. People know this. Ain't all mental illness. Some of it is. <laughs> that's a little too direct. <laughs> that's, a, that's considered a little too mean. The daddy knows it. And he brings it, he brings the dive the and some good wisdom. Some of the people that you're so mad at and that you judge so badly, you know what it was a good thing for you to remember? There's a spirit in control that they can't help. And I thought, well, why don't you just quit? <laughs> It ain't that easy once the boa constrictor of sin has got around you several times. Yeah, that's right. Somebody else is in control. Yeah. How frustrating it must be to some poor devil-possessed person when the devil's the one doing all this stuff. They're not in control anymore. They've handed the reins over to somebody else. Yeah. And the daddy has all this figured out. I've got to tip my hat to the daddy for some of his insight. Hey. He sees what's going on. He realizes it's a, a spirit that's controlling. He realizes it's harmful. It teareth him. 
I'll tell you something. The Spirit's going around these days. These young people, bless their hearts. My heart goes out to them. Horrible! Wear away under distress or anxiety or no impetus to move on to the next thing and do the things that strong young people can do. Why? The devil's got them. That's why. Even Jesus' disciples couldn't cast this one out. As I mentioned, that hurts me. Verse 19, Jesus rebukes the Father along with the whole generation. The Father's the one talking to him and says, He answereth him and saith, Oh, the things the world's offering now, yeah, they helping a thing or two here or there. They don't help with their overall life direction. The Lord's the one that has that in mind. Be put up with. There's going to come a point. You better get some things right. Hey, Christian. That's my heart. There's been stuff I knew. I knew I had wrong and needed to work on 20 years ago. And I could salve my conscience and say, well, I'm a little better. I mill it out as I go older. <laughs> I, can, I can do, you know, hey, there's some things the Lord doesn't want you to improve on. He wants you to quit. And he's been talking to you about that a long time, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Jesus' ministry is temporary. And his long suffering is temporary. Verse 20. It says, And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. I thought when Jesus showed up again, Give me this water! And he said, Go get your husband. She'd had five husbands and she was with one right now that wasn't her husband. Why did you have to bring all that out? Let me tell you what Jesus does. He brings all the junk out to clean it up. Amen. That's right. You what he does with this boy? He brings him out and lets it show for everybody to see how the devil tears this boy and knocks him down and he's slobbering all over. It wasn't pretty, was it? You know why sometimes we don't go to Jesus? Because he brings out the stuff we'd rather not deal with. Mm. I've done that. I say, well, let's just... Since this came unto him, and he said of a child, there's a little backhanded slap. This boy been suffering with this all this time, and you're bringing him to me now? Hey, daddies. To a lesser extent, mamas. To a lesser extent, Christian friends. There's been some stuff you've been knowing about a long time. You haven't been making it right. Jesus says, how long has this been going on? Well, a good long time. I mean, he's taking responsibility. But hey, I'll give him this. He's getting it fixed now. That's more than some people do. Some people never do. Verse 22, and oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. The Father still explains well. He adds even more details and insight. He admits, we need some outside help. You want know families get thinking sometimes? Families get thinking, well, we're Bible believers, we're Christians. Well, my grandma was a Christian. I'm raised up in a Christian family or a Christian nation or whatever you think. I don't need any help. We can handle this. 
You know what's good sometimes to go to God and admit I can't handle it. Amen. You remember the king, I think it was of Judah, that got that letter threatening to come and take over the country and he spread that letter out before the Lord. It's real good sometimes to spread the letter out, so to speak, before the Lord and admit I can't handle this army. I ain't got enough men to fight it. How about you help God? That's real good. He admitted he needed outside help. He admitted they need compassion, not justice. Notice his wording. Have compassion on us and help us. He doesn't say, now wait a minute, God. We're a good family. We don't deserve this. You give us what we deserve. Boy, that's a good point. <laughs> there are plenty of families that think they're spiritual. They're holy. <laughs> they're faultless. Let me tell you something. I firmly believe this. In life, you get about what you deserve. In fact, mm -hmm. you get less than you deserve. That's <laughs> true. I like when they ask Dave Ramsey on his call-in financial show, they'll say, how are you, Dave? He'll often answer, better than I deserve. Amen. <laughs> and the truth is, every one of us can answer that. Amen, word. amen. Oh, man, you know what he says? He says, have compassion on us and help us. Hey, don't get proud and think you don't deserve something. I hope I don't need to remind you we all deserve hell in the lake of fire. Amen. It's about the grace of God and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ on that cross that we preached about this morning that we don't end up there. Amen. But he does not yet believe. Probably almost hopeless. Maybe because nothing has been able to help. Not even the disciples. So the first few verses there we saw the introduction to the problem. The next several verses, we saw the explanations of the problem. Now, thank God, let's look at the resolution of the problem. Verse 23, Jesus puts the responsibility back on the Father. Verse 24, the Father gets as right as he can. Let me tell you something, folks. You're never going to figure out every single thing about salvation. You know what you do? Just believe. Yeah. It's a decision. Hey, Suzanne and William, you can help me with this. What's the name of that Bob Jones movie where a couple of families go camping and one of them has lost the marble? Appalachian, Appalachian Trial. Bob Jones made a movie called Appalachian Trial that we've watched a lot of times. And uh, the father in there who's recently lost his wife and mother of the children and he's been all broken hearted and in the dumps and everything. When everything starts to get resolved at the end of the story and they start to get right with God, the family does, they were asking him about it and he said... He said something to the effect of, I didn't do anything real. I just decided, really, he said, I just decided to trust him. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a real good place to come to sometimes. Okay. Sometimes you're in a place where you don't know what to do. How, I mean, let's say you had just lost a real close loved one, an immediate family member or spouse. That's not something that there's a real easy fix to. There's not something you can do exactly. But you know what you can do? You can decide to trust him. I think that's a great line. And here this father realizes he can't even believe like he needs to, but he decides to trust him. He said, I believe, help thou mine own belief. Verse 25, again, the people come running. The Bible says when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. That's when the Lord shows up is when the crowd 
is there and he'll get glory for it. Picture the old man dying and the new man being that's drowning. You let them go under two or three or four times so they're convinced that they're not going to be able to swim. <laughs> and then they relax and let the lifeguard swim them out of there. But as long as they think, well, if I just try... And then you just had to trust God. And uh, that's, that's the place that this man undoubtedly has come to. It's true at salvation, but it's also true in the daily struggles of sanctification. But after everybody thought that the Bible says, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle to all men, apt to teach, patient. When's the last time you heard that verse preached on in a King James Bible in Baptist place when they came and come into the temple of God that way? Jesus has both sides to go in and get the psychiatrist. Hey, Christian. If I hadn't seen it myself, I wouldn't even believe it. But sure enough, it said, see and hear, Dr. Bob. When you got something like this going on, it's probably going to take some fasting. That's right. In fact, Jesus said it does in this case. This kind, this kind, what's the exact wording here? This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Uh, this spiritual battle is not a play around battle. This boy's Life, life was tore up. This boy's daddy 